0: Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Connext podcast. I'm Lacey Trayball, and I'm here today with my co-host, Nahir Patel. Today we're going to be speaking with Fernando Garcia, Senior Software Engineer at RTI. Fernando focuses on projects that involve integrating RTI Connects DDS with different technologies, such as web services and cloud computing, and also improving usability and the -the out-of-the-box experience of different RTI products. Fernando also helps RTI influence and strengthen the DDS specification as an RTI representative to the OMG. He is currently working on several OMG specifications, including a DDS OPC UA gateway and a unified XML syntax to represent DDS resources. Wow. Sounds like Keeping busy? busy? Yeah.
1: yeah but barely, <laughs> barely sleep.
0: So welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. So tell us a little more about that. That's that's quite the list. Yeah, I mean,
1: like uh, every day, have, it's, it's a challenge, and and <laughs> you come here to work, and then there's something always. There's always something new, and you try <laughs> to make it the best as you can, and and that's what I do. I mean, it's not special or anything. Like everyone at TI works really hard, and yet another person here
0: who <laughs> works very hard. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to be talking about a few things today, and I thought we'd kick it off with discussing web integration service. Mm-hmm. So. Could you tell us a little bit about what that is and what exactly it does and where someone could go to find out more about it? Okay.
1: So Web Interaction Service in an nutshell is a RESTful API to EDS. So basically it enables web applications and, and applications that are written in, in languages where we don't have an API for to communicate with EDS applications using a really simple um, REST interface. And that that is really powerful because, like, uh, for instance, uh, you can have in the browser. You can have an application that displays DDS data, and you don't have to program with DDS. You can just do a simple get and browse your data and participate, like just like any other DDS application with uh, with web technologies.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: so
2: really expanding into to web applications, and you know, I think the way you had described it, uh, another point to me is. That basically making a web application a first-class DDS citizen. Exactly. Um, I think that's a great description, just making it another DDS participant, no skin off anyone's nose to, right. to try to incorporate that into a into a DDS system.
1: Right. Also, because the web integration service is going to keep your state, it's going to maintain the state of your entity, so you can just go and read whenever you want, and you don't have to care about any state, which makes it a good thing to for applications that really are like uh, disconnected clients. Let's say that you have an application that is running for a long time and then it only writes every now and then. Because the web integration service is gonna keep that state, you could just write whenever you want and, produ- and send that data and then the web integration service would take care of maintaining the DS state for you. So um, you
0: have
1: kind
2: of this concept of concurrency set up where your web application is always up to date. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: For a web application? Yeah. (laughs) That's different.
2: We can can let web applications play in the uh, embedded space a little bit. Yeah, apparently.
0: (laughs) So if I was a user and I wanted to learn more about web integration service, where would I go?
1: We have documentation available and and some manuals and, and tutorials on the community portal. And we also maintain a... A repository with source with source code and examples on the on GitHub, on our GitHub account.
0: And what what's our GitHub account?
1: GitHub.com uh, slash RTI community.
0: Yay. RTI community. Right. So more, awesome.
1: more free code for more free, examples. free stuff. Oh yeah, there's tons of code there. Like, there's <laughs> like examples not only regarding web integration service, but regarding any of the features that we support.
0: Yep. We're yeah. We're nothing if not generous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so next up, we have the OPC UA gateway. Mm -hmm. What is that? Why are we involved in that?
1: We are really involved in the industrial Internet of Things, and and there are many connectivity frameworks that are important in that context. The IIC just recently published uh, a connectivity framework reference architecture that mentions some of the core connectivity frameworks of the industrial Internet of Things, and one of them, of course, is DDS, and the other, probably the the most important, is OPC UA. And so what we're trying to do is to build a bridge between these two technologies to make it possible to, for, appli- for applications that are either written in DDS or, or in OPC UA to interoperate in a seamless way. And that is going to make possible many scenarios that before weren't possible. And then basically because we provide interoperability, we can make applications work together for real.
0: Right. So the data from one and the data from the other actually can be used together exactly. to produce outcomes that before could not have been realized because it's right. not just simple integration.
1: Exactly. So uh, going
0: to
2: your, your reference to the uh, the connectivity framework and, mm-hmm. and the reference architecture, DDS is great for software integration and aut- autonomy. Yeah. Um, and OPC UA would really be more for device interchangeability. Exactly. Um, like kind of manufacturing side of things. So, what you're saying here is now we have these two very critical frameworks for different use cases that can now speak together. Now you are effectively bringing software integration and autonomy to these
1: device interchangeability use exactly.
2: cases. Exactly. That is impressive.
1: Yeah. And, and it's basically making the, we're trying to realize the industrial internet of things, right? And one of the things that in, the, in, the, in this reference architecture is mentioned is that there's a real need for gateways. That make possible that applications that are written in so, that are using some connectivity framework um, can communicate with applications that are that are using another one. And and one example would be this OPC UA and DDS gateway, and another example would be the web integration service itself, because it's, br- it's making a bridge between web services-based applications and and DDS applications.
0: Yeah, one thing I think is actually kind of neat about this is I feel like five years ago we were so focused on standards, right? Mm-hmm. And but th- standards, like, you know, just adhering to a standard or building a system that, you know, it conforms to a standard is not enough to ensure interoperability at Mm -hmm. all, right? But now by doing things like the gateways, that's such, I mean, I feel like that's a much bigger step towards that goal. It's just because you're saying like, hey, you know you chose OPC UA for what you did because like that is the best standard right. for what they do right. and you know DDS you know in the, some of those use cases it might not have been the best decision and right. then this other person over here chose DDS because it was the absolute best standard right. for them to use and now they can use a gateway exactly. and they can you know keep their best of breed right. keep their standards which you know standards are still really important right. Right. but by you know ad- Embracing the concept of gateways and on standardizing those gateways and creating true specifications for those gateways, exactly. right? That they can realize all those benefits and yep. actually have interoperability.
2: Yeah, yeah. Can we can we dig into the gateway itself? I mean, yeah, is definitely. this
0: is this something
2: that you you built from scratch?
0: I mean, does it it's leverage? It's a spec. Right?
1: So uh, at this point, we are working on the well. There are two things. Like uh, we're working right now on, a spe- on on writing the specification. So we're going to make this gateway a standard. And that's con- that's happening in the context of in the in the context of the Object Management Group, the and and also we are at the same time that we're developing the spec, we are implementing prototypes to to make sure that what we're doing works, and can actually <laughs> <laughs> make these uh, frameworks interoperate, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And it, yeah, like you were saying, right? It's critical to have it as a specification or standard that yeah. now everyone can go and see and and see how it should be used Mm -hmm. and if they choose to do their own implementation great if they come to rti then even better right (laughs) Uh, and in our particular case when we look at our implementation of uh the opc ua bridge (laughs) or gateway um what are some of the technologies that went in for you to build this is it you know did you working from the specification and going back and forth but um did you start from scratch? Start from scratch. Or? Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh
1: no, we're building everything on top of routing service. So okay. basically here at RTI we have great software uh, to build bridges and it's definitely this is not the first bridge we build <laughs> and it's not going to be the last one, right? So our main product for for doing these kind of bridges is an uh, RTI routing service and basically it provides you an API where you can write plugins to it which are, which we call adapters. And the OPC UA to EDS Bridge is just yet, yet another adapter to for routing service, right? And, and other examples of routing service adapters may be our QN service and also our next gen recording service that I think we're gonna talk about in different in other in a different podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so we're trying to build things on top of technologies that we know that work and make things easier to implement.
0: Yeah. Routing service has been around in one form or another since before I actually started at RTI. So that's more than six years. And that is a lot of, you know, engineering people beating up on the product. That is a lot of customers beating up on the product. That is a, you know, a lot goes into that. And I mean, the idea that now we're getting to leverage all of that to build out so many more of these great and useful things is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. And so, I mean, we're putting out this adapter toolkit or or gateway toolkit, and it's not that we're just putting it out there for customers use but our own engineers are, are using that and, yeah. and then building it up and exactly. building up actual and uh, products that could be used by by customers
1: exactly well. we do eat our own food <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's legit yeah. <laughs> i mean if we're gonna build something yeah we have to be willing to use
2: it if if we're gonna ask our customers to use it and that yeah. goes to like what jan was telling us about Culture and yeah. transparency. So yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I'd like to quickly add, just so everyone here who does not know Fernando knows, Fernando is an engineer on our engineering team who also now is doing work that is not, you know, him sitting in the office. He's going to OMG meetings and working with leaders from other companies and other industries to help write these new specifications into mold the other specifications that we're involved in, also into things that you know, better serve our customers and users and produce better products. So Mm -hmm. it's kinda cool that you've been able to go from doing the engineering part for so long and then, you know, using everything you've learned and all of that to now go and add back into these specs Mm -hmm. and standards.
1: It's a great experience and it changes the way you think about what you're doing when you come back, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because then you realize that this is something that other people are working on and that benefits other people and then and then you get more motivated to make things right, right? And like
2: and yeah, and you're taking your lessons mm-hmm. learned, and then you're you're kind of codifying exactly. it, so that the next person doesn't have to relearn what exactly. you know what you went through.
1: And in the end, you put a, you, you put on a different hat. You're like no longer like a you don't you're, you're wearing the RTA hat, of course, right? But you're also wearing the ONG hat, and you're trying to make an specification better, and you're working with other people who are implementing also DDS, and that's a great experience because we are all trying to make a better standard and better and something that we can all benefit and we can all sell.
0: Yeah.
2: So I think also for the benefit of our audience, you know, we want to hear, hear more, but what yeah. is
1: the OMG? The OMG is a standards organization. Um, it's responsible for the standardization of things that well-known as um, UML, CORBA, and of course, DDS. And the, the DDS standard, I think that it was first released in, in 2004, and since then, it has grown to be a family of standards. So you have the standard DDS but you also have a standard uh, wire protocol, which is RTPS. You have uh, standard APIs, right? We have standard APIs for C++, for Java, and you have standard... um, Security. Security, of course, built on top of that. My favorite. Yes, (laughs) you have a a standard type system, which is the extensible type system, and you have other things on top of that. So it's really a family of standards that make possible to really develop complex systems and make everything with things that you can rely that, that it's not an RTI thing, it's instead something that is backed up by different vendors and, uh, and an important uh, standards organization.
0: And all of their experiences and lessons learned that they yeah. all carry all, and all bring those into care. those rooms. And
1: exactly. Yeah. And so right now I'm working on different standards uh, along with Gerardo. And one of the standards of Costco, of course, the, the OPC IDS gateway. And is a CTO. Okay, <laughs> yeah, for <course>, the audience. <laughs> and, and also I'm working on a DDS and XML syntax for uh, to represent DDS resources and make it possible to define your DDS system in XML and make it in a standard way so that you can actually transfer these things that you're implementing from vendor to vendor. And we're also working on, on other specifications. Uh, it depends on the time we have, we work on more and we try to get more things done. The other thing that I'm working on is the TCP a TCP PCM, which is basically uh, writing a a way in which like RTPS can work also besides uh, U, on top of UDP on top of TCP, which is something that we we do implement, but it's not standard.
0: No big deal. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> well and and you know it sounds like you, you know, we have a, a set of specifications standards where a you know, number of folks come together and put their their knowledge together. We go and implement. Mm -hmm. A version of that we add our, you know, our love on top with our IP, (laughs) yeah. Uh, But then some of that goes right back into that community so that others can take advantage of it and it it helps kind of grow that DDS uh, community, yeah, around those specifications. Mm -hmm.
0: We are nothing if not generous, (laughs) we are very, very generous. One RTI, okay, so, um. We talked in a previous podcast episode with Jan, your your fearless VP of Mm -hmm. engineering, and we talked a lot about RTI culture. So as everyone at this table can attest, RTI has, I think, a very unique culture. And I feel like a lot of us, we kind of, we see it a little differently, the aspects that we personally just feel really passionately about and the ones that we know we've definitely like benefited from and become like better employees and in some cases, people because of, right? Mm-hmm. So what is it about Artea Culture that you think is so special?
1: I think one of the most special things is that people who work here are really passionate about what they do. And And you already said that, I think. <laughs> but it's worth repeating because it's one of the most important things. I mean, you don't want to go to work and have a pretty bad day.
0: We're obsessed. <laughs> yes I mean like <laughs> I
1: mean I come here and I know what I have to do today and I'm challenged by it and I'm really excited. Uh, it's not that I'm excited I am excited today and I'm gonna be excited tomorrow and I know and I know that like every day there's a new challenge and it's fun and I really enjoy doing it, right So so that's that that basically generates passion and passion expre- uh, spreads. And, and so more like we are passionate. we are passionate about what we do. And, and also we, we favor that culture, right? We, we listen to people. and yep. and it really seems I mean like here you, you feel really free to talk to anyone and give your opinion, and your opinions are listened. They're valued, they are valued. and, and that makes it a really speci- a really special place to work at, right? Because you feel that people care and being part of that culture is great.
0: It's fulfilling. It's fulfilling. Awesome. So we end all of our interviews with RTI staff with two questions. And the first one is, what is DDS?
1: Well, in a nutshell, DDS is a software that makes it simple for applications to communicate with each other.
0: In a a little nutshell, that's not like the big nutshell Jan, that we had before. Jan, Jan, Jan said talking. in a nutshell, it was it was a 10 minute nutshell.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like, I mean like that's that's what we do. We make it simple for applications to communicate, so that you can focus on what your application does, right? Because Which is what
0: you're the expert in. I'm yeah. not an expert. You, I'm just like, no, <laughs> what you the user? Exactly. Are. Yeah. The
1: user is an expert on developing the applica- application. And we are
0: experts on
1: you know, on creating this software that makes it possible for applications to communicate, right? I mean, I could talk about like uh, PubSub and, and right. many things, right? But in, in a nutshell, that's what it, that we do. We allow you to focus on your application, and we take care of the big problem of managing distributed systems and making applications communicate in a seamless way and an efficient manner. So that's our business.
2: I think it's worth noting this came from engineering, Mm-hmm. Not marketing. Yep. So this is this is an authentic response right there.
0: Right. I won't take offense to that, but all right.
1: <laughs> no, this is not the first time we're <laughs> <really> gonna find it. <this. laughs> all
0: right. And so the the last question we ask the RTI employees is, so now you just gave this very good definition of what is DDS now. Can you explain that to me? Like I'm five. You are 5 mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So your computer, right, is Generating information. Basically, you are you are doing things there and th- those playing things games. that you're doing, playing games. Yep. And those games, you need to, you're playing with your friend mm-hmm. and your friend is playing on his or her computer and you need to send the information that you're not generating in your in your game. You, we need to send the position where you're at in your scenario, in your game. Maybe I'm getting too complex right now. No, we're good. I like <laughs> it. You're still good. Yep. <laughs> And, and so, so... I'm a
0: really smart five-year-old. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so the way that your computer can send information to the other computer is by, well, you have many ways, but a really simple way and efficient way is to use DDS. And that's what we do. That's DDS, something that allows your game to talk with another game.
0: So I can play with my friends? So
1: you can play with your friends, and, 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 you, and you can play with your friends, and the things are, like, moving at the right speed because we are doing... Good real time. That's what five year olds are experts at, right? Playing
0: with friends. Exactly. You let me play with my friends. I like it. Yes. Best answer yet.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes, and we don't want to introduce any lag in your communication <laughs> with your
0: friends. You know? We're not getting into latency and in jitter <laughs> in the conversation five, with the five-year-old. Five
1: <laughs> but the five-year-old would be really like uh, upset if there was any latency, right? And yeah. like, uh, Why is
0: it broken? Right, exactly. Why, yeah. Why do I
1: have to wait five minutes to go play with my friends? wait? Exactly.
0: Exactly. I'm going to get up and go do something else. I'm not playing this game. Exactly. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 13 of the Connects podcast. We hope you enjoyed learning about the role of standards and easing technology integrations. If you have any questions or suggestions for future interviews, please be sure to hit us up over on social media. And you can also reach out to us at podcast at rti.com. Thanks and have a great day.